tomorrow and that is it for us today and we will leave you with a I can't do it we'll do it live we'll do it live do it live I can I'll write it and we'll do it live fucking thing sucks Back to WOTW 91.9, the application, and filling out Studio A at Battle Creek Studios with me uh, is, as always, Ian the Intern. Yes, sir. Poss- possibly intern? Question mark intern? Hard to say. Hard to say. Um, we'll get into that a little bit. Uh, they call me Woody. I'm your host this week. Just a nice uh, nice duo pod. Just a nice duo pod. Yeah, haven't Back had one to the in roots. A while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back mm-hmm. to the... Uh, Old fifteen twenty two uh Ooh. phone recording the the dinner yeah. dinner conversations. Heck yeah, dude. Yeah, the beta sessions. Those are uh those are good times. Yeah. If we can ever find the audio for those, maybe I'll as a as a special like mm-hmm. bonus, we made it to a hundred episode thing. Right, put them but, out. Yeah, but until then Beta um, Sessions. Beta dude. sessions, man, yeah. That's a that's a good code name I've just had for stuff. Right. Where my beta ah, sesh. What is it? I don't know. None of this stuff I want to release, but we have to go through it. Beta sesh. Yeah. Beta sesh. Beta sesh. Uh, but yeah, uh, intern no more. Internship ended. I don't know. Like a month ago, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's call it May thirty first. Whatever. Um, how's it feel? It was pretty good. Um, it's weird to be done with school with everything. Um, now the the hunt continue or the hunt starts. Yeah. Job hunt. Did they? Did you get your? piece of paper that says you graduated yet that that's the thing that i was gonna bring (laughs) up is um so i guess yeah this is kind of the uh update in the week month whatever yeah yeah. um but i checked my school email today and my diploma shipped which means i did pass there you go because i hadn't checked anything yeah yeah, yeah. so up until (laughs) and up until today i didn't really know i just assumed i passed yeah because i saw like i had graduated but yeah. on that uh commencement thing but i feel like sometimes they had already had that mm-hmm. ready so had i actually not graduated i probably would have still saw myself yeah. maybe and then i would have got a weird email i was like "Ooh, actually you didn't you walked but you still need to make up this credit yeah. but my diploma shipped which means i did in fact pass everything so we're um we're in, uh we're in this bitch dude you can you can officially yeah you can officially now tell people hey check the piece of paper Facts. You're good to go. Yeah, I actually, they don't send you an email. So if you wouldn't have got the diploma part, like, you would have just not known ever. 
Oh, really? You have, yeah. So <laughs> uh, they're just like, oh, we assume he knew. <laughs> You're, oh, okay. Um, yeah, so it's not great. I know that actually happened to uh, when I was a grad assistant in to someone the fall yeah maybe it was the summer i don't really remember exactly what it was but mm-hmm. um when i was a grad assistant somebody had emailed in and said hey i haven't uh, got my diploma it was worse they had applied for a job and they had to rep- uh, give them official transcripts and on the transcript it did not say that they were graduated yet and so wow. yeah so the job people got back to them like hey like i i know this is kind of like a minor detail but just so you know like we read your official transcripts mm-hmm. everything checked out other than there's not a, i think it's called a conferred date mm-hmm. it's not it's not valid or something whatever the right the, so technically you don't have a master's degree and then they, they emailed back emailed us and said like, hey what's going on with this thing and they had never done the last it's not even a class they just had to apply for graduation they just thought by like Dude, I think mine was done automatically for me. Undergrad's a little different. Yeah, I think you'd... Oh, master's is different. Yeah, I think Dude, so. Dude, what the heck? That's not automatic? Yeah, you have to apply to say that you're graduated, because I think there's a lot of stuff where, hey, you only need a certain amount of credits, but if you're working on certain projects or trying to get things published in, in certain things so like that... So did you not get the job? I think they got the job, because then the, was, the director called and said, listen, they just didn't apply for graduation. It's just a clerical like error. They have, I'm telling you as the director of the program, they have completed everything they need to complete right. other than literally, even though we literally told, we tell them every month because you can graduate whenever. You, right. There's not like a, oh, only May and only December. It's, right. you know, you can graduate every single month. There's a graduation date. Mm-hmm. Uh, we tell them every single month, you need to apply for graduation before this date. Otherwise right. it'll be bumped another month. And there's actually like five people that didn't do it, but she was the only one. I felt kind of bad, but at the same time I knew who it was and, mm-hmm. uh, like no this makes a lot of sense yeah (laughs) this is something you definitely like just never read and you never Mm -hmm. read my newsletters i worked so hard on every two weeks right by for like two hours but um yeah no it was yeah so you're yeah you're good it's uh we're gucci there you go so i have uh i haven't looked at it but i also have the online version i haven't looked at it yet but so that's the thing that i have i guess yeah um but yeah, dude. That's so solid. I should have looked for your name. They mailed me the CEHD commencement like book. Oh, really? Did you get the I don't know if you got one in the mail too, but I don't know. I don't um, probably yeah, did. Maybe. I I didn't I, I didn't ask for one. They just mailed it. Mm-hmm. And my name was in it. I was like, that's cool. Nice. Yeah. We we got published in something. Dude. It's it's kind of surreal. A little bit, right? Um because I mean, I don't know. Five year the five year plan, right? right? It's the ideal plan. And I, I mean, think. three years in, freaking switched up everything. Yeah. And, you know, it's weird because, I mean, it's all I've ever known. I feel like, okay, it's not all I've ever known, but, no, you know, yeah, you yeah, know no, like. Yeah. You've been a student since you were five years old. Right. So the last 18 years of your life. So you, now we're not. Yeah. But, yeah, all recent memories, everything that's cool that has ever happened in my life has really only has been in college. Mm-hmm. Like, everything that's been sick that I've bought, that I've done, has been when I'm doing it, like, yeah. while I'm in school, so yeah. it's kind of interesting, but yeah, um, kind of with that, though, did apply for my first job There you go. on Sunday. Amazon picker? <laughs> no. <laughs> it was a communication specialist for um, CSI professionals, which is not the CSI <laughs> crime fighting. Crime scene investigators? No. no. It's a healthcare company on nice. Minnetonka. Nice. Um, the job looks so sick on paper. Uh, I think for me, at least, I think it would be cool. Who mm-hmm. knows? I could, if I get it and then yeah. 
it could just be ass, you yeah. know? But, like, on paper, it looks kind of cool because you're basically a middleman between the marketing team and the sales team. Oh, sure. And so I'm like, well, I kind of have knowledge a little bit, I don't know, in mm-hmm. both those things. I've kind of tinkered in both of them. Yeah. And, yeah, so I was like, cool. Damn, nice. dude. But, yeah, we've uh, – that's the only one I've applied for. I've been looking, though. Mm-hmm. Um, I started a couple – I started on Saturday. I started looking. So I've just been on Indeed and saving a lot. Um, so that's what I've been doing this week. Yeah. Just been saving a bunch of different ones. And then I plan on the end of the week to apply for the ones. I'm not being real choosy, but I'm being a little choosy. Mm-hmm. I mean, in this first round. Yeah. And then I think I'll just start shotgunning them <laughs> and then in like a week or two. Yeah. I think, I mean, before, yeah, jumping into that stuff, still kind of saying the recap and the week part of it, but uh, I think when, yeah, the, the waves part of it, that, that's definitely a feeling I had, too, when I first got out. My first job, like, job, job after I graduated was a week after I graduated from undergrad, I just started delivering papers for the Pioneer Press. Mm-hmm. It was super easy. It was, like, three day, three nights a week. It was, well, let's call it mornings. So Wednesday morning, Thursday morning, Sunday morning. I just filled in for people that were sick basically those days. And those mm-hmm. days were uh, like heightened uh, paper days. Um, right. Not to get too deep into like the newspaper delivery uh, life. But um, yeah, there's a bigger paper basically on Wednesday. There's a bigger paper on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, there's just like a more to do. And I remember like, okay, it's money. <clears throat> it's something to do. Uh, I slowly, like, short, shortly after that, started washing dishes at the Oasis Cafe in Stillwater just to mm-hmm. like again have like cash for. That was more beer money, but <clears throat> yeah, I just remember always having the feeling that the jobs that you just start like shotgunning and punting on and just being like, ah, fuck it, we just need something. Those are always around. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> All the shitty jobs are, there's shitty jobs are always available because they're shitty. Right. Right. But it sucks when you get to that point because you just get so burnt out of not getting callbacks or hearing anything back from the jobs you wanted. Mm-hmm. And so you just finally, it's, it's almost like you, you, you arrive at the shitty jobs defeated. And mm-hmm. so it just feels so much worse. But no, I remember that exact feeling of like, oh, you know what? I, I'll, I'll add a few in here that maybe I don't necessarily want, but right. like, I need to be open-minded. And it's like, you realize, and then, yeah, if, if, if it, do, if it doesn't work out, which is weird with the time mm-hmm. that we're in now. Yeah. That's what I'm, it's like, but, granted things are starting to open up now. Mm-hmm. Um, but in a lot of, the positions though do have like a section in them at the bottom description that's like you know working right now remotely yep. due to whatever circumstances so i'm like okay cool so they're updated and they know yeah like how to maneuver this time period but so yeah that was uh three days ago there you go. um and then let's see what else have i done so job applications and saving a ton of money nice just with unemployment and stuff and oh got a call back from I guess my bar gig. Okay. Um, they're not bringing back bar back. They're opening today. Today they're opening. The 10th. Yep. June 10th. Yeah. Or no, is it tomorrow? It's either today or tomorrow they're opening the bar, um, you know, 25% capacity. Yep. Not bringing bar backs back, which Ooh. means I get to continue to collect yeah, unemployment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Let's go. Um, so that's super sick. Yeah. I mean, yeah. heck yeah. yeah. More money than whatever. But this is the thing I was thinking about, right? Mm-hmm. If you don't work a certain, a certain number of hours because of the pandemic, you can still collect unemployment. Yeah. So the, so I was like, if I do get called back, I work what? Like 10, 12 hours and I get more money than I'm making. So I was like, either way, it's kind of a win. Yeah. Um, it's, it's prorated, right? So it's, right. if you work less than 32 hours in a week, 
you technically qualify for a percentage of what you have. But I just had uh, Jen, the uh, dog walker, she mm-hmm. she asked, and she said she worked like 26 hours, and she got nothing. Hmm. So Does she it, still get the 600 a week? I don't think so. Because <clears throat> she never lost her job. She, she didn't technically qualify for the 600 ever. Because hmm. she was always technically employed, but because uh, her place didn't close, and she didn't lose her job. Mm-hmm. But there's weeks where she doesn't get paid, and so then those weeks, or like has no hours, those weeks she could technically claim unemployment, but I think it's just, again, like the three, 400 bucks mm-hmm. for those random weeks. Yeah, she, her situation, that was tough. I don't remember, like, sitting there, because, like, she also had a if I, if I was her, I would probably have just lied. Yeah. Because I don't think one, I doubt she would have got caught. So it's all tied into your social security number, though. So if that oh, really? keeps getting processed with paychecks, oh. then they then they get super flagged. Pissed. Yeah, okay. it's a super That's easy to flag works. with the system. Yeah, for us, where we literally didn't have. I mean, we we, we didn't lie. It was we literally right. didn't have shit going on. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's that's why like the under the table stuff helps so much. I think that's if I were to say there's a little glimmering, small sliver of shining hope for restaurants, it's start paying people under the table. Like I think there's gonna be people that are gonna be wanting to accept that, mm-hmm. especially this this summer, knowing hey I get to stay on unemployment. We have no idea what the next if there is gonna be a next stimulus package happens. Doesn't um, look like it. No, and my here's my thing though is, uh, it's in neither of the two. Not to get political, but like actually I don't fucking care. I hate when podcasts are like well, no to get political. Like you're 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 just yeah, it's the it's, no offense, but no you're yeah. about to be offensive. Like, that's, yeah. uh not be political, you're about to be political. But it doesn't really matter either. And it's not this isn't like a choosing one side thing, but from like a strategy point for both sides, you wouldn't want to release the details of what you actually fucking care about until like it's up against the wall. Right. So all the shit that's been floated out in May and June, none of that matters. Uh, I think it's just to like hey, you have to put the motion like, you have to put it in motion, mm-hmm. but if I'm looking at it, it's like, yeah, I wouldn't actually work on it until, like, 10 days left in June or July. Yeah. Otherwise, you're also going to encourage all those people to not keep not doing shit. They need to start feeling a little, a little bit of heat of, yeah, I agree. fuck, the shit end soon. Maybe they'll figure it out, but what if they don't? I got to figure something. And so, and then, I don't think there's going to be 600 bucks a week anymore. Mm-mm. Maybe they, like, extend. It ends in un- July, though. That does, yeah. Yeah. Maybe they extend, like unemployment benefits because you only get six months of it mm-hmm. of a year so maybe they say like you'll get 12 months of unemployment benefits but you only I, get 600 uh, i don't know but one thing to quickly tie that up i mean one thing i saw was the proposal to do an extra 445 dollars a week if you go back to work oh so that encourages people to go back to work yeah and start working again and then you then they wean them off yeah that makes so sense. at least it gets people back out and not sitting on their ass trying to collect unemployment. Yeah, so roughly half, right? Because right now people are right. generally making about seven hundred. Yeah, you would you would only get four hundred like four hundred bucks a week. Yeah. for going back. It's still a nice bonus. That's it still is. forty hours at ten bucks an hour. I know. Think about that. It's a week, bro. Yeah. tax free. Yeah, that's well, none of this stuff is tax free that we're getting now. Yeah, did you check the, six, the, bo- the no. six hundred dollars is tax free? Uh, okay, maybe it was just the, the weekly part wasn't... I get my unemployment number taxed already, Yeah, personally. me too. Yeah, yeah so, yeah. So, so, we're, so yeah. Tax-free at the... Yeah, ours is right. post-tax. Whatever, or whatever yeah, you want to call it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, so I get to collect unemployment a couple more weeks. Yeah. And then on top of that, dude, <laughs> listen to this juicy thing, right? Yeah. They got to go back, right? Yeah. And they got to wear masks. Oh, so you're... I talked to my manager no way. about a superbia business deal yeah and she was kind of down nice and so she called me 
Monday. Okay. Today is Wednesday. Today's Wednesday. Yesterday, she had a corporate meeting, and she yeah. said she'd bring it up. Because I was yeah. like, I don't know if Paris Olay wants a contract max oh, or whatever. And she's like, yeah, no, yeah, I'll... Um, you know, I'll talk. I'll bring it up. Um, otherwise, you know, maybe we would just get some for the bar bar yeah. crew. And I was like, yeah, yeah. you know, either way, whatever works. I'm just throwing out the idea. I mean, and then I kind of gassed my mask up. I was like, I know because what happened was is one of the servers actually bought one. Mm-hmm. And she brought it up to our manager. Okay. And she was going to. One of your masks. Yeah. Okay, cool. And she was going to bring it up to me regardless. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I mean, just some like what I. The reason why I brought it up is because I think it would be better for the employees because the style of masks that I'm, you know, putting out mm-hmm. are better for long-term use because they're not behind the ear. Your ears don't get agitated. They have a wire that forms to your face. Yep. You know, I mean, I think it's just better for the workers. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. over a long period of time. And so, yeah. So maybe there's a chance that Superbia business deal goes down. Dude, first, like, first. real business deal. Yeah, dude. That'd be sick, man. Something, yeah. Just some light. Yeah. But, yeah. like, still, dude. I was like, oh, dude. Dude, you should. Do you have a? Do you have HBO at all? Mm-hmm. Or an access? Oh, okay. You might be able to find them because the show kind of. It was only two seasons. And it kind of sucked. I've met, I brought the show up before though. Uh, it's how to make it in America. Oh yeah, yeah, the jeans thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It. Like again, the show wasn't that good. No, was Kid Cudi pretty good in it? I thought so. But <laughs> the, just from that standpoint of, not necessarily again what they're doing, but just that the feelings, right? Yeah. The feelings of like starting something. And that's what was cool about it. Again, I admit the show was kind of ass, right. but like the the scenes and the moments where they get these kind of things, like just like a yo, just like a little break or yeah. just something something it, cool. It's just like that feel because it it, it tran- that I felt like translated from the screen to the audience member really mm-hmm. well. Of there's an episode I think it's in season two where they've kind of been in the the dumps a little bit. They mm-hmm. are kind of working on this bigger deal to work with like a bigger designer to get some stuff or whatever. And then they need to just need some money. And right. so they find this like middle school or high school or something like a private school in New York that wants to get these shirts out for like their like, spirit day or something. Mm-hmm. And then they supply the shirts for them. And it's again, it's just one of those things of one of the guys is like, oh, that's lame. And the other guy's like, I think we should pursue it. One of those kind of split. OK, yeah. you do your thing for this episode. I'll do my thing and do these shirts for this episode. And then mm-hmm. at the end, we'll come back. And then at the end, it's like, you know what? That was actually a good idea. I shouldn't yeah. have ragged any of This is pretty dope. And now we have some cash. We can go out and, and get then, fucked up And tonight. now you have... Some sort of credential. Yeah. You know, hey, we worked with this business. Exactly. We've done this. So, yeah, I'm hoping that's, I mean, this transpires in a certain way. And, yeah. like, I wouldn't make, I would give them at a rate where I'm not making any money, I don't really think. Maybe, like, 50 cents per mm-hmm. mask or something. I don't know. Like, I'm still thinking about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, my biggest thing is just that PR and just that, like, I just want to solidify the deal. Yeah. Because I think that itself is bigger than me making or the company, you yeah. know, making um, what it would only be, it'd, dude, it'd be like like forty bucks or something, like if yeah. that, you yeah. know, like yeah. I'm not even the masks aren't even like making money like that. I just, you know, I put them out to yeah. put them out, yep. put them out to, you know, add to the whole brand and everything. So yeah, that's super cool. Damn, dude. And that happened, and I was like, oh, dude, I was, dude, I was on top of the world yeah, man. for it's, a little bit. I was like, dude, that's cool. It, it's just proof that you can. Like Man, do some of these yeah. things. You know, it, it, exactly what you're saying. It's like I might make like 40, 50 bucks out of it. That's not the point. The no. point is that I can strike this deal, and then if we do well on this and we have a good working relationship, we can use that to so then go to the next one and, yeah, say, and now make a little bit more money. Ask these guys. Yeah. I mean, ask. I'm gonna put the, the w- same I, level into work, this as that. Superbio worked with a five star 
hotel bar. Exactly. You know, like, hey. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that, that happened a couple of days ago. Um, other than that, Superbia is... I'm feeling really good about what Superbia's got going on right now, dude. Yeah, the, the, um, the drop comes soon, right? 18th. Eight, so, June 10th today, so about a week out. Thursday. Yeah. Not this Thursday, a week from tomorrow. Yep. Um, and... Yeah, I got the. I picked up the final, dude. Yeah, so I found a the printing place right in Hudson. Mm-hmm. Great, great quality turned out fantastic. Nice, nice, Everything's nice. Fu- great. Picked that up. Um, price, they cut me the deal, and I'm gonna if I when I go back, I'm gonna mm-hmm. be like, can we can we keep this? Yeah, keep this right. Yeah, I'll keep coming back. Yeah, you know, I'll be like, look, this is what I'm doing. I'll keep coming back. You'll have my business for sure. Yeah. And the deal, it's not like they're cutting me like in the price in half. It's like dollars on, it's like they're charging me ten dollars less per screen to set it up, and then a dollar fifty for each, or two dollars for each um, shirt they print. Yeah. Which the quantity wise, that I'm that's currently is currently doing, is not going to be that big of a hit to them. Yep. You know, but and like I'd be fine with the prices they had if we were doing numbers, right? Yeah. Then it wouldn't matter. But you know, the the price that they they gave me was exactly what I was thinking. You know, it was fifteen dollars a shirt. Yep. And then a fifteen dollar setup fee for each one, so that's like thirty bucks. Yeah. But that's just a sunk cost because it has to be done. Correct. You know. Yep. Um. So yeah, quality was great. Everything fantastic. Nice. Um. Pick those up. So now I just got to sew the tags in and then put them in the bags. And yeah, I've just been using, okay, so I recently, since like quarantine kind of summer started, mm-hmm. right, I've been using um, Apple Notes to really keep track oh, on sick. superbia yeah, yeah, stuff. Yeah. So like I've, I've, I've mapped out everything, Yeah. right? So like um, write the script for the video, you know, yeah, edit yeah, photos yeah. with John, final, finalize IG content, um, and I had all the masks, like when I was going to post each day, Yeah. Um, you know, nice, and that dude. has just been like super. Yeah, dude. And with Apple, I mean, I can that translates to my laptop too, you know, oh, to yeah, the cloud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's just like, oh, dude, it's been so nice. Yeah. Because it makes me feel like I'm actually being productive because yeah. I am. <laughs> and like, I have to be productive. And your physical representation of it. Yeah. For sure. So, like, tomorrow I have, uh, I post a photo. The 12th and the 14th are stories. 15th is a post. 16th is a post. 17th is a post. 18th and 20th is a post. Yep. You know? So yep. it's just like, but yeah. So, super, oh, dude, I'm so excited. Dude, damn, dude. So excited. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll have to, uh, I don't, I don't want to like cut in too much of like the brainstorming such thing, but we'll have to have one of those and, uh, well, we do some live mics and we were talking yeah. about pre, pre, uh, pre-recording here and off air and just, yeah. And just talk, I think a good segment of just talking ideas for like, oh, yeah. like future stuff too. And just like, and I mean, I already oh, set up like a fall winter 21. Yeah, exactly. And just know, like, oh, just like random, random stuff that I need to start, yeah. you know, thinking about. Yeah. Um, but yeah, spring, summer has been. Dude, I'm, it's just so nice when this stuff actually starts to happen, dude. Right? Finally found a printing right? place. Dude. Yeah, <sighs> it, um, it always like feels like too that stuff kind of snowballs. Yeah, where, and that's how I've always felt about, um, and maybe we'll kind of transition to jobs a little bit here too. But where like the job stuff, and that's the example I have. Where I'm always feel like I'm waiting on like this one thing, but then mm-hmm. these other ten things can't start until like, that one thing gets done. But I don't fully control that one thing. Right. It'd be one thing if it's just like oh. All you have to do is you have to write up this, or you need to do that, or you need to pay for this, or whatever. But it's mm-hmm. usually not. It's usually I'm waiting on somebody else to do this so on I their time. This. Yeah, so then so I can like, go to this person. Yeah, once he does that, then I can do these seven things, and then all of a sudden, like within like four days, like I have like a ton done. But 
before any of that happens, it just feels like I'm so far away from it all. And that's the most tilting oh, thing. Dude, it's it, the most like anxiety, like yeah, just like I feel like I'm doing nothing, you know. Yeah. Situation, but oh, totally. We're going, dude. And I've <laughs> honestly, dude, I've been just from like the stuff. I mean, I don't. It's not like I have that many followers on Instagram, mm-hmm. but just like I've been, I've gotten some comments back, you know, from people that I haven't really heard from. Yeah. In a while, you know, just like, and I've just, I just started posting like a ton of stuff on my personal story mm-hmm. about like suburbia, like what I'm doing. Cause I was just like, at this point I don't give, I don't care. Yeah. I'm just going to put out like my thoughts and everything. And I've just, I've gotten a couple of comments from people I haven't talked to like, Hey man, this looks sick. Yeah. Like, keep it up. Like yeah. keep it going. Um, and yeah, dude, like, it just feels nice. Yeah. No. Yeah, exactly. Like, and I just feel like I'm actually doing something. We're to, you know, it's not like I expect this to, I'm just doing this for fun. Yeah. But yeah, dude, it's sense of accomplishments like a real oh yeah and i mean yeah yeah, i just feel like it's it's (laughs) kind of growing but yeah you know i'm just been constantly kind of thinking about what to do with superbia and stuff so other than that uh that's pretty much just been what i've been up to that's fair that's a it's fine it's also nice too to finally have like a a full recap in the week segment yeah because what's what june 10th and probably so it's pretty much exactly three months from when all this shit pretty much shut down yeah and for you know, for the first eight weeks of that, was just like I nothing. Sad side did nothing. Yeah. Oh, that's just everybody, and you know, rightfully so. But it was just like it doesn't doesn't make for exactly the most entertaining it, podcast. Exactly, the content kind of lacks in that part. Mm-hmm. But to, considering the the underlying meaning behind this is literally <laughs> just like a diary so yeah. that we can look back to see what we're doing. Yeah. Because it's not linear. I mean, life isn't linear. Exactly. Unless you look back, then it looks linear. But it's like, no, it's not. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah. So. When you're just trying to like document that like where you are in real time, and mm-hmm. but like in real time you're not doing anything. Right. It's tough to like it, when your days all look the same. Especially it's like, well, is that Tuesday or Thursday? It doesn't. Dude, matter. yeah, dude. It, for like for a while, yeah. I mean, I even got dude. I missed my friend's birthday by a day because I thought <laughs> his birthday was today. It was really yesterday. I was yeah. like, oh my god, I'm an ass. Yeah, dude. I was like, I thought today was y- yesterday. Yeah. And I was like. All right. Side note, side tangent. First one of the of the of the episode. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there'll be many more. How do you store birthdays? I used to just use Facebook exclusively, but I took it off my phone now, and I have no idea how um, to do it. But I don't know if I care. I start. I started using Calendar okay. on my phone. Yeah. Um, how many people do you think you've added to Calendar on your phone's birthdays? Like four. <laughs> it's not great. It, it isn't, but at the same time, I think that's so telling. Like of of where. But I feel like a lot of people don't remember birthdays. Exactly. Like no one. Dude, and, okay, so I actually took my birthday off my Facebook page like three years ago because mm-hmm. what I hated doing, and I didn't know how to do it anymore once I turned like 27-ish or something, is you'd get like, I don't know, maybe 100, 150 people on your Facebook page like, oh, happy birthday, dude. Hope you have a great day. Or like the worst one I hate was, oh, happy birthday. I haven't seen you in a while. We should catch up soon. Oh. I had no idea how to respond to those because I didn't really want to catch up with them. Yeah. So and I was like, I'm only friends with you on Facebook because I don't remember anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I took it off because I just didn't like people doing right. that and then i had this weird obligation to feel like i should respond back and then mm-hmm. i was like well they did that for my birthday should i do it for their birthday now and it's like right. you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna be the the catalyst here don't do it for my birthday because i don't really care about my birthday and i'm not gonna do it for yours mm-hmm. it's not like a personal thing it's not like I don't, it's just do we really need to do this anymore like that was my thing but now there's like few people i do like want to like wish happy birthday and i'm like fuck i don't i i, I don't know like yeah <laughs> how to, to to store it weirdly but right you know, it's 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 such a it, 
Facebook was helpful for that. So for like what ten years, I cared about people's birthdays, and now mm-hmm. I'm just back to the point where I'm like, it doesn't fucking matter. I don't even know. Yeah, a lot of my friends' birthdays. Like, I don't. I don't know your birthday, dude. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> that's fair. I, I, that's perfectly fine with me. Yeah, like, it's, like, I don't know Chase's birthday. I don't yeah. know. I think longer I, man's birthday. I think I weirdly know them all just because I don't know. It's but someone needs to remind me, right? Right. So yeah. if, if someone just prompts me randomly, hey, when's this? Like, uh, I don't know. But if it's kind of a Oh, hey, we're doing this stuff for birthday. Oh, yeah, that's coming up it's, soon. And yeah. I can, I'll kind of get that feeling. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, yeah. That's fair. Oh, man, I get it. I should I should do that. I don't, I, I almost, my dad texted me at like 8.30 on my mom's birthday. It's like, hey, remember it's your mom's birthday today. I'm like, fuck. It's that kind of stuff where I'm like, yeah. okay, it's we should probably like organize this. It's, I don't think about days as being people's birthdays. It's not like, oh, did you turn anything? Oh, that's so-and-so's birthday. Yeah. You know, it's just like, oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, the, the only reason is like I kind of felt bad during like quarantine and stuff was my birthday was the day before it all started. So mine was on mm. March 12th. Everything shut down the 13th. So we went out to dinner. And that was like the last time like went out to dinner and I just always like make the joke to my parents like I wish I would have chose a better restaurant if I would have known we weren't <laughs> going to be able to do this for another like three to six months. But because um, it kind of wasn't that good. Yeah. But, uh, it was just lucky 13. So I've mm, gone there a bunch, and it's right. been good. It just yeah, wasn't yeah. good this time. That's one time. Yeah, and I was like, eh, whatever. But no, it, it, it's fine. But uh, yeah, I think we move into the, the meat and potatoes of I think so. the episode. We kind of hinted at the top of the episode mm-hmm. with uh, with some, some J-O-Bs. But um, yeah, we're kind of weirdly both in the same spot. Like Facts. Both graduated recently. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't really do anything these last six months since I graduated. Um I applied for plenty of jobs, but it didn't really, I, I didn't really have a lot of hopes. I had hopes for like four of them. Mm-hmm. I thought four of them were like, okay, I really think twofold. One, I think this could work out from my end. Mm-hmm. I think I like it. Um, I could, I could do well at it, et cetera. And I also think from their end that I look interesting enough to talk to me. Yeah. And out of those four, I, t- I think I had a, at least a, phone interview mm-hmm. for him but i think only one of them really materialized after that um and then there's like two or three other ones that I applied for that kind of went to that same place but i didn't really want them yeah and then there's probably about like 40 that were just like i probably should do something today so i'll fill this application out mm-hmm. but um but yeah no for you like when you think of like people's talking like jobs employment work career like like what's like one of like the what's like the first things that start coming to mind when you start hearing that stuff? The dead end stuff, yeah. things I don't want to be at. Yeah. Um, and I think, especially nowadays, which I think is completely different from when our parents oh, totally. went to our work, is you'd get a job and that's where you work. Yeah. You know, you just you got a job, and maybe I'm wrong. I don't know, but like in my eyes, it looks like you got a job just to pay the bills, and that was it. Mm-hmm. And then you'd. Just work at the same. It's like no, I want to do something fun. Yeah, I want to do something that I want to do. Yeah, which is the hardest part about this for me is, I mean, while looking, it's like, dude, I need to find something that I'm not gonna hate in four to five months. You know, mm-hmm. um, because all but one jobs I've had since I was started to work was like that. Yeah, the tavern. Yeah, um, you know, freaking Perkins hated that. Um. My lab jobs after a couple months, it was just like, all right, I don't want to be doing this. Tavern was different. Um, but, and even the W, dude, I don't want to go back there. No. I don't think. I don't know. Um, I mean, it's not what I want to be doing long term. Yeah. You know, it's not bad while I'm there, but 
like long term I don't want to you know still be there yeah so I mean that's kind of what I think of yeah um and then I think of like suburbia you know and but like that's not realistic I'm just doing it for fun gain mm-hmm. skills mm-hmm. all that stuff yeah um but I'm trying to find something that which I think everybody is you know <laughs> right? I mean that's yeah. it's yeah. not like I'm saying anything <laughs> it's not like I'm saying anything I'm just saying the common what everybody thinks everybody wants a job they like you know but i think that's important like to like still acknowledge that Mm -hmm. i think there's so many times where we skip that part of the the whole equation of looking for a job or if you want to call it a career i think that's how i kind of separate out is there's jobs and there's careers the careers are the stuff you talk about like superbia Mm -hmm. if you know if it blew up or doing something you find really fun or really enjoy or or things like that and then jobs are you're here because i need a paycheck and that's a real part of life yeah of like hey i need there's i need to put the it's the i need to put food I, on the table i need to put a roof do. over my house and stuff like that clothes on my absolutely back absolutely facts those are all like real things that again kind of how you pointed it, is like oh i'm not saying anything new here no one is but i think if we don't acknowledge that stuff up front mm-hmm. we all of a sudden like forget why we were doing some of these things yeah where it's like no i wasn't doing this because i thought i was going to have the greatest time of my life doing it or mm-hmm. get something valuable out of it this was literally so that i could bide more time to go try to find that thing. Right. And that's kind of what I've been thinking of or come to the realization is just like, all right, Ian, you just need to make X amount of money, mm-hmm. you know, per year for the first like two years. Yeah. Just so you can get your finances straight. Oh yeah. Um, Post college. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to be able to pay loans back and I need to be able to get a new car. Yeah. Like a reliable car that I want, you know? Um, and then I got to start thinking about, you know, whatever, whatever else but you know that's kind of when i'm thinking like what kind of job i mean this is probably what's going to boil down to right now yeah is i mean at least right now currently if i don't score some sick thing which i mean statistically i probably won't but is i just need a job that makes me x amount of money per year and that can get me somewhere else that's all i'm trying to do you know i'm just trying to let me just work here and say i learned some (laughs) skills or maybe actually learn skills or do whatever yeah so then i can go you know, get this one. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think, uh, kind of like that, the learning skills part of it, like always something that is so easy cause it feels like right in front of you. But at the same time, without it being talked about, you probably won't identify it as a skill also too, of just learning how to work as an adult. Right. You know what I mean? Where it's like, Oh, I want how to go to a place and know I need to use this place to get, it's a Somewhere stepping stone. Out, yeah. Right. <clears throat> and to like, not acknowledge that part of the process too, I think is such like a, a huge kind of like missing piece to the whole puzzle that is so easy to do where it's, Oh, I, again, going back to kind of start forgetting what you're doing these things for. Mm-hmm. I think that's a really dangerous slippery slope kind of path where all of a sudden you could wake up 15 years down there. I'm like, what am I still doing here? Right. And, and you never, and that's the thing where I was, was really kind of conscious of, early of when I started going down that path of, wow, I, this thing could really easily turn into 12, 12, 15 years from now. I wake up one day and be like, I fucking hate this. Mm-hmm. And like, I have no way out. I, th- th- because you're going to just start piling on other stuff. And what, you know, I, I kind of noticed I was doing at that point. I was probably like 27 when or 26 or 27 when I noticed this was, I was like, holy shit. I now can like easily see the next like 15 years of my life mm-hmm. and where I end up there's no path to where I'm like actually like happy mm-hmm. and I'm just going to start doing things and like putting myself in these holes or buying shit or like ha- trying to go use these experiences to justify what my shitty experience that I'm having at work. 
And I'm just going to like keep digging myself into this hole to the point where it's like you did all these things to to justify why you should stay at this like super shitty thing. Mm-hmm. And it's not a personal thing. It's not like an attack on the people there. The people were generally pretty good, but I could just tell what I was doing wasn't going to be great. Right. And then all of a sudden you like wake up and you're like, I can no longer get out of this though. Like I did too many things. Mm-hmm. I took on too much debt, not necessarily even a money way, but like debt in terms of just like I just need to like pay back things now or right. do whatever to where you can't leave. I think that's that was the fear I had of I don't want to get to that point. Why didn't you just correct this at the beginning when you started going down that road? Mm-hmm. But that path's not easier either. Um, do you say would you say that you when you kind of look at it, do you ever get like overwhelmed? Like, do you ever, like, get too big picture-ish and, like, start to, like, feel that kind of pressure or not really? Not too much. I mean, I think the biggest pressure I put on myself, though, is just the financially, like, I just, dude, I want to be financially free so bad. Oh, yeah. And, um, like, I already know that, you know, the hole I've dug myself Mm -hmm. um, and how hard it it can be to get out of that. Yeah. Um, But I'm just, like, really focusing, like, how much money can I make? And what can I start doing now? Because I just don't want to not be free. Yeah. Like, that's kind of probably the biggest fear. Is just being like, frick, dude, I didn't do what I wanted to do. Yeah. And now it's too late. Yeah. Um. So, I don't know. So you're, I don't, so you're, yeah. I'm not too big picture. Okay. I mean, I guess the biggest picture, like... I'm thinking of right now is, dang, Ian, you haven't found a job. Now you got to go work somewhere you don't want to work. Yeah. Um. I don't know. And that job not paying money. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, at least right now, I'm just like, all right, I'll go work somewhere and I'll hate it for a couple of years if it knows I'm going to be making a good chunk of change just mm-hmm. because that's going to be able to set me up for something better. And I understand that. Yeah. But I just don't want to not find something mm-hmm. and then have to work somewhere that's not paying me anything and I don't want to be because that, that's a fear of mine. Yeah. The The... The dead end job, yeah, which I think is a new definition compared to the old definition of dead end job. I think old definition was it covered all your things. You just hated what you were doing, mm-hmm. and there's no room for advancement. To me now, like the the dead end job definition of like 2020 isn't necessarily those things. It's it's not paying you enough, and you don't get to do the stuff you want to do. Yeah, I think that's the true like dead end job because um, I think there was like, and I'll say this is kind of like a negative kind of our on our generation of. Um, as you kind of go through history, right, each new generation is a little bit less tougher than the previous one, right? Mm-hmm. But that's how, like, it should be set up weirdly, right? When you think about it, you're always trying to do things to make life better and easier for the ones that come after you. Right. So in theory, the the previous generation succeeded at that always mm-hmm. as long as it keeps getting easier. But, yeah, we get softer, right, right as yeah. people. I mean, you think back to some of our – probably more of our grandparents than our parents – of how many like the shitty jobs they had to do and that's just what they did whether it's like factory work or they Whatever. just were, they, yeah they had to do it and yeah. there was like no choice exactly. it was like this is what you're doing and they could fucking grind it out for 40 45 years and like they they were just like hey that was like the dead end job of like listen i i know that my parents now we're talking great grandparents probably were like how shitty it was and like whether it was great depression whether it was like just going through just shittier times or whatever and saying i know and i feel that Mm-hmm. And I know I want to be in a position where I can just provide for my family so that they can go do other stuff, right? right. Start talking about that generational thing. And I feel like now we're at that point where it's like, sweet, so how do we make the world better? It's probably not through just grinding out at some dead-end job, old-styled, but what I can't get caught into, and this would be like 
for them not providing for their families and not making it better for future generations, for us, that same thing is not, is to like fall into a dead end job where all of a sudden like we're not able to be in a position to do that. Right. Right. So for us, it's the, okay, it pays enough. Yeah. It pays enough that I'm going to fucking hate it. But you know what? In three years, it's probably not going to pay enough. And you're probably going to have to do some things now where you're going to have to, you know, take out a, a loan against your life, not money-wise again, but just, like, you're going to have to give up future goals. Like, okay, yeah. I guess I'm not going to own a cabin on a lake. Oh, and then you start talking to yourself, oh, I don't need that. But that was who you were, right? right. That's, that was the, that's the person you are is you want certain things in life. And the, the more you give up, I think just the more uh, or the easier it is to start falling into that hole. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden you wake up, like I said, and you all of a sudden you realize you can't change it. You no longer have control. And I think that's the, that's like one of the bigger fears I personally have of all this shit. Yeah, same. Oh, but, man. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Right now I'm just looking for something that pays me some money. Yeah. More anything, than, yeah. yeah, I mean, anything is better than nothing. Exactly. Because um, I know that it can, if I do it for a year, I know that I can get a, I can probably get a better job because mm-hmm. I have a year's experience. Yeah, right. Even though that probably wouldn't have, <laughs> it doesn't matter, yeah. you know. Um, but yeah, so how much, okay. That's a good, good kind of thing to bring up too. Like the, how much of, cause I remember that being told that when I was your situation, right? Yeah. So, uh, was the, my mom still tells me this and I don't you know, I love my mom, but like it's at the same time, she's given awful advice to me personally. Mm-hmm. Like how much of that stuff do you believe when they tell you, Oh, just get your foot in the door. Uh, just get a year's experience and then you'll be able to move up. And like, um, like, how do you process all that kind of stuff? So yeah, in terms of advice, I don't know if I've had all that much. I mean, my parents have definitely told me that though. Yeah. Um, you know, just go get something and get some a year's experience. You know, get somewhere. I do kind of believe that because I still think that that whole note, granted that note. Okay. I still think that that notion applies today because people that are running these jobs mm-hmm. are from that generation. Yeah. Right? So that's that's how it runs. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe if our generation in like 10 to 30 years takes those positions, it might not be like that. But sure. I still think that that notion of you need experience or whatever yeah. um, is there. And I think that it, it still looks good on a resume if you, oh, I worked at this, mm-hmm. you know, profession for a year and I understand more. Um which, but I don't necessarily agree with that a hundred percent. Sure. Um, I think, and this is what I've heard is you still get trained in when you go, when you work somewhere new, they're still going to train you in. Yeah. Cause you don't know what you're doing exactly. there. Yeah. So it's like, why, why did it matter that I worked over here? Yeah. Unless working over there got you a specific skill that you needed that you actually did need. Yep. Um, with that being said, something that I've been, um, I think I'm going to do, in these next couple of weeks is um, take a bunch of uh, like Google has these free classes on okay. like SEO, like search engine optim- optimization and um, these like other like online marketing mm-hmm. and advertisement like Google ads, Facebook ads. Google has these free classes that you can take that teach you these things. Hmm. And once you complete them, Google gives you a certificate that says, Hey, <clears throat> so-and-so did complete these classes and they know these skills and i've kind of noticed that that's actually becoming something that i think i need yeah and i think will look really good because i mean i don't know like the more i think about it the more i realize the space i kind of want to be in is more on this like creative marketing kind of side yeah um 
I like creating dope stuff. Yep. I mean, that's why Superbia is a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like being a part of, you know, that kind of a thing. And, yeah, I mean, that's just kind of, like, where I think I'm headed. I don't know if any of the marketing stuff that I create is good or effective, but... Yeah. No, I think that's the thing, yeah, when you talk about the, the training stuff of... But it's, it's like, that online yeah, stuff. Yeah. Like, everything's online now, and these old farts don't know how, what search engine optimization is. Mm-hmm. All they know is they probably need it. Yeah. So, the, so, so they're going to go find a guy that knows, how, knows to do how to do it, it instead of them personally. And pay them yeah. a ridiculous salary for something that anybody could learn in yeah. two hours. Yeah. No, it's it, no, it's exactly it, where it's just like you go to these jobs and then you're told that you need all this uh, like experience from other places. Like, oh, it's relatable working experience. But then you kind of realize every place has their own way that they want to do it yeah. and that you need to do it their way. And so mm-hmm. whether the software is a different software that does the same thing, right, or uh, whether it's just like, oh, this is the style we do it. Again, if there's a skill set of after you learn the software, you still need to have this skill set, that's one thing. Mm-hmm. But I feel like there's just this whole broad like generalization of, Which, oh, yeah, it's so important to have prior experience when it's really probably not. Yeah. Which, I mean, when I was looking and they – some of the things that they wanted, I was like, yeah, I don't know what those acronyms are. Yeah. I don't know how to do those things. There's no way that <laughs> I could, you know, lie, oh, yeah. you know, like that's something that I would need experience for. But some of these positions, like they want a year to two years of experience in doing this. I'm like, why? Yeah. Just so you can ensure, I'm like, this is the thing that I think is the biggest part. I'm like, yo, I'm new. I'm fresh out the block. Yep. Right. You can mold me into whatever you want. Exactly. You can teach me how to exactly. do things however you want. Like, I have no prior experience. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to be some dude that learns this and then comes to a new place. like, oh, well, that's not how I learned it. And mm-hmm. then it's kind of stubborn when you want something done a different way yeah. or they have their old habits that you don't necessarily like but you can't fire them for them. Or yeah. like, you know, I'm like, just mold me however you want. Yeah. You know, I'll do the work. Yeah. No, it... Uh, kind of brings on many there's a lot of like yeah. counter arguments to both sides for know? sure for sure and i think there's, there's always different ways to look at it if you have you heard of like moneyball the book in the movie part of the book yeah okay yeah it's the 2002 oakland a's and they had a tiny budget type thing and they had to look at how do we build a team that has to compete against these teams that have budgets 10 times our size and mm-hmm. we don't have the same thing but we need to still win and you know super successful at it you know etc cetera, etc cetera. um there's with the hiring process this is something i've always felt is just this thing. This goes back to how we did it at the tavern for the restaurant of, of things where, again, is it directly relatable? Maybe not. But I think that hiring practices in general are always something that you can study across the board. I always felt we were looking at the wrong things when we were trying to figure out who we should bring on. We were always looking at, oh, have they been here? Oh, that restaurant was successful. They probably were successful. And a lot of times, again, it goes back to that whole, we want to train them how do we do things here. So you know what actually doesn't help us is if they've worked at like five restaurants down here because they're going to have all these mini bad habits that aren't going to be able to be detected in an interview process. That everybody off. Yeah, and it's like they're, we need to start identifying quality candidates by <clears throat> certain characteristics of are they an adaptable person? Can mm-hmm. they learn efficiently? Are they self-teachers or do they always need someone telling them how to do things? Like we need to create our own set of criteria of how we hire and then we just need to find people that match that. And whether or not they have experience doesn't matter because if we feel that they are a effective learner, a fast learner, and adaptable, they're going to be able to figure out what we're doing because we're right. not because the system is under again our control. Mm-hmm. We create the system. So as long as we create the system that allows people that are those characteristics to succeed, 
we're going to be fine. Mm-hmm. Is it going to feel weird at times? Yeah, because we're going to have some 17-year-olds and 18-year-olds doing the job of like a 26-year-old with like seven years of experience, and their only job was scooping ice cream at Nelson's or something like that, right. right? But if we know that they show up on time, that they're friendly, that they work hard, that they're willing to stay late, that they, again, like they can learn efficiently and fa- fast, they're adaptable, all these different things versus mm-hmm. the 28-year-old who, okay, yeah, they've worked in like high-paced restaurants, but... They do things wrong. Yeah, and they screwed up, and it was just they had so much overhead that it didn't matter. That person we're going to find out in about three months. And they're not, didn't, we wish they didn't hire. Yeah, and it's not going to work, and they're not going to mesh well. Like, I'd rather have someone that, again, like you talk about the molding stuff, and we have all these, and this is where I kind of bring it back out to the bigger picture of a lot of different companies and different things like that. I've had 31 jobs in my life, and I'm 30 years old. Okay, so I've, so I've done a lot of random shit. I've done a lot of career-based shit. What the number one thing that I feel like from my experience, I'm not talking about everyone's, but just my personal experience is everyone has a training process. You mm-hmm. don't just show up and like, all right, cool, here you go. No one does that. It's just more, we, we're going to bring you the steps of how we do things. As long as that part still exists at most workplaces, I don't think that it matters, again, like what they did before. It only matters what they can do for you. Right. And if you can't identify that part of it and you're only identifying past strengths, but you don't know if it's going to fit into your system, I think you're a moron. Mm-hmm. I think that you definitely do not deserve to be like in a position to hire people, and this is what's probably creating a lot of issues at your at your at your work. Right. But I, I, it's so when you're sitting in an interview, you can't tell them that, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like it's this weird thing of, you know, how do we how do we do that? And we talk about superbia, and we talk about you know maybe how that you know gets bigger, kind of you know meshes up with some other stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've talked a lot off air about it. You know, that's kind of the stuff I always think about. Of not what are these other places doing that's successful? What are what are they doing in terms of that are is successful, but what are the characteristics of that? And right. how do we identify those and find those and build so it on that? You can't just copy. That never yeah. really that never works. Exactly. Because you, you aren't them. Right. So they can do it that way because they are they. Exa- yeah. No, just, <laughs> now we're starting to use a lot of weird like adjectives and stuff, but that's like the only way to describe right. it. Right. But yeah, it's exactly. They're doing their thing because that's who they are. Like Supreme can only do su- things that Supreme does because they are Correct. Supreme. Are there characteristics of them that make them successful? Sure. Yes. And if and you have some of those, could you start maybe using those? Implementing and, those. Into exactly. Some, yes. But you're not, you're not them. them. You, you might can't. be similar, but you're not them. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that's where it's like, whenever I think of like the big picture stuff, which never happens in like a week, which is also frustrating. Right. It's like, well, this is going to take like five years and no one wants to hear that. Mm-hmm. So the, uh, I was about to call him Jimmy V, but the Gary V thing, Gary, yeah, right? Yeah. Where he's always like, the if I could tell you that there's equal chance that you're going to get to the place you want to get to one you get there in three weeks one you get there in ten years everyone's taking the three week path right right but if I told you if you fail after three weeks you're out you're done you're never going to do it again but if you fail after ten years you just can wake up tomorrow and try it again that part no one ever talks about and right. that's kind of the whole idea of it of like dude he's great he is yo he's a he, I, I kind of sometimes have to separate because he's such a good salesperson too. Oh, yeah, I know. And, and that's tough because you start to feel like, yeah, you're kind of full of shit. But he's not. He's it's, not. But it's it's that weird thing of like, oh, Some no, of the stuff he says, he though, yeah, yeah, like he's got like really good points, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, And I think we talked about, I think I brought this up in another pod, but yeah, kind of going off that is like some dude wanted to start his own smoothie place. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm saving up so I can open in a couple of years. He's like, well, why don't you just scratch that and save up for another five years? So that you have a better guaranteed success, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and it's like, yeah, no one wants to take, you know, the longer road, yeah. but that's kind of something like I'm, I'm, I'm kind of want to do because I think it's more possible 
and there's a better chance of success. Yeah, the sustainability side of things starts to that increases. That level increases when you mm-hmm. when you do it that way for sure. Because like, I mean, yeah, like I said, I'm just trying to be financial. Like the the each day, especially like since I've graduated, like dude, I just want to be financially free. Yeah, like that is the thing that like I really want, and I realized now that I've started saving money, and like a good way yeah. I'm not just buying stuff because I want to I'm not being <laughs> reckless yeah. I'm like damn man you can save money mm-hmm. it's not hard No, you just have to try I'm like alright I think I can Yeah, you know now I just need a job Yep. and then yeah no for sure I think but yeah it's, I think I'm trying to play the long game yeah. I'm trying not to be in the mindset of right now even though I think that's how we all are we're like we want it now we want it now we want it now Yep. I'm trying to remind myself just play the long <laughs> game yeah. That long game might be like only five years longer, but exactly. No, it's you know, we're, and we're in like similar student loan situations too. Right, it's, it's north of fifty. And it's not great. No, right. It's you sit there and you're like, fuck, this is gonna eat like. If you just stay in the standard repayment plan, like between thirty and like fifty percent of my paycheck. And it's not great, but, you know, and there's ways around, and we've talked about that off here, and we don't need to go into financial aid shit, because that's boring as hell. But, right. you know, it's like, you sit there, and you're like, man, it, if I could just get this, like, weight off my shoulders and doing it that way, and then, yeah, it's like, you try to, once you've exhausted your, like, mind in terms of thinking all the short-term ways that, mm-hmm. that maybe this will happen, you realize, like, none of these are probably going to be beneficial, and a lot of them have, like, negative characteristics of, hey, if you fuck this up, which you probably will, you're going to be in a worse, like, position. Right. Yeah, if you succeed at it, which you probably won't, then yeah, then it works. It's awesome. Good for you. But like, it, you're just hoping for like luck. And yeah. maybe if you like, do it in a smart way or sustainable way in long term, and then yeah, you look at like stuff we're doing to, outside I'm of I'm really hoping there's... Way more sense. <laughs> I mean, I think we all, everybody is, but yeah. <laughs> really crossing my fingers for some sort of uh, forgiveness or whatever yeah. was that thing we talked about. Not the... Um, there's two of them. Yeah. It was like a forgiveness... Or a uh, or a wipe or something. So yeah, so what have, was that? So you have two different things. So there's could be the just a straight slash of federal student loans from the like a stimulus thing. Um, we haven't talked about that one as much. But then there's uh, an income based repayment plan you can do. I was talking about like the whole like student loan forgiveness. Everybody's wiped clean. Oh yeah. <laughs> what was that? That was just a proposal by a few like kind of I don't know just individuals that said hey. You want to stimulate the economy, like take oh, out yeah. all, take out the. I think it's like 1.3 trillion dollars of student loan debt right now. And if you think of our stimulus bill, the first one was 2.2 trillion. So just wipe everyone clean, and all of a sudden you're going to have all these young people with age money. 20 to 35, roughly, with disposable income because all it's been it's two to six hundred dollars a month going away to this shit. Right. And these are the people that are supposed to like you went to school to better yourself, to like help better, you know, society. But got trapped and then in the it, system. Because inflation and college prices, and it's just a fucking hoax of Which, I mean, that's all, yeah, that's a whole nother topic, but yeah, three, it's increased, what, 300% in the knowledge estate and nothing has changed. Yeah, the only thing that's, yeah, increased <laughs> at like a like drastic mark is the, the cost. It was something like in 2001 to go to like the University of Minnesota, like versus 2019, so 18 years. So just like one, like if you were born 2001 versus if you were born or whatever, 18 years difference, it was like a 300% increase. Which doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. It's just people are just, they're just, it's just greed. greed. It's just greed and it's not better. Which I think it's so funny from an educational oh, yeah. institute. Like 
y'all are mad greedy and yeah. y'all pride yourself on bettering society through yeah. knowledge and practice. I'm like, no, you don't. <laughs> You're full of shit. Yeah. It, it's, it's the thing that's tricky with it because higher ed or, you know, post-secondary, whatever you want to call college, right? Mm-hmm. Anything after high school is lumped into education in general because mm-hmm. at the core, what it offers, the, the service it offers is education, right? But it's not public education. So public education, which is the free stuff, which is like what we feel like every you know human being and this citizen has the right to only goes through high school yeah after that the problem that i find that's really kind of like a dangerous thing is anything after that is business yeah you know it's yeah it's it's all it is it's just them it's just for profit and it's generating income and it's a business it's run as a business that the service it offers is education Mm -hmm. it's not education offered in terms of that's the goal the goal is to stay profitable and to stay open Mm -hmm. so it, I don't know, man. It's yeah. it's when you have to do it that way. All of a sudden, when your service doesn't have to change, but everyone still wants it. And even if you say, okay, if we raise our if we raise by three hundred percent, we only lose fifteen percent, like of our population. Like, let's do it. Yeah. You start pricing people out, and you're like, that's fine because there's still gonna be people that are gonna pay it, mm-hmm. or the loans or whatever. And then you get the government on your side, like, hey, you guys can make some money here too. Just charge like three percent of these loans. And three percent doesn't sound like a lot, but then you think of three percent over the course of twenty years. Yeah, you, every year. And three percent is super low. It's gotten up as high as I think like six point five percent at something. And every year is different. Let's even say five percent, just a round number, right? Mm-hmm. And let's say that there's a trillion dollars of student loan debt right now at five percent. Five percent of a trillion dollars is what? F- this is five hundred million. Because five hundred billion. No, uh, a trillion is a thousand billion, right? Oh yeah. So a thousand so, billion, so so one percent would be one ten billion, billion so fifty billion dollars a year, a year in interest. So the, the federal government, and now I think some of these are private loans, but let's assume the federal government, right, has yeah. all the loans. They're making fifty billion dollars a year in just interest. Bullshit, dude. That's like that's where it's like, what what are we doing? And you need it to get jobs. Yeah. Otherwise, we're only going to pay you this. And this is one of those things we talk about financial freedom a little bit and the yeah. job stuff of. I, I must have said something with my phone listening to me because all of a sudden I got YouTube. I got like a bunch of like these uh, like recommended videos of find, like, how to like do this yeah. shit in your twenties. Like retire in thirty. I've been I've been I've been uh, I've watched a couple of those and I've been trying to. You know what it's probably tied you know, to the, the algorithm of like fucking Indeed or something where we both been on that and it's like yeah. it's probably t- tied into that shit and selling our. I whatever. mean, some of them are just like makes sense and it's just like duty and you just got to do that. Like, yeah. What do you? You know, like, I'm planning on opening up a Roth IRA by the end of the summer. Um, Pete's doing that. Producer Pete. Yeah. Mm-hmm. First mentioned on the pod, but yeah. Fucking tax-free once you pull it out. Yeah, because your tax Because it shows you the um, the uh, the math each year, how much you get if you were to put, you know, 50 or 100, 200, 250 for the course of 50 years. I think it's just about 50 years. Uh, I think it's like you put $200 a month in mm-hmm. there for 50 years. comes at when times you're so t- 40 years or whatever years yeah. later so when i'm 65 or something mm-hmm. i'll have 2.2 million dollars yeah. tax free and yeah. it's just like i should just do that you <laughs> I know. know right anyway. if but that's <clears throat> i mean that comes down to like you need some sort of income where you can do that yeah where you have 200 dollars a month to to put into it yeah yeah which when you say just 200 even to like people in their oh. 20s it's like that's not that much money but then when you start adding up all this other shit that all you have the, to pay for yeah you have rent you have car payment you have student loan you have food each month you yeah. have gas you have 
car you insurance know. dings you like random shit yeah taxes uh medical bills that randomly come up and shit. Yeah. yeah it's just like all these things where sure if you and here's the thing it's like i always whenever i think about jobs i always think about what's the kind of like ex- life experience versus like security balance right mm-hmm. of obviously none of us want to get to like age like 60 65 where physically we can't do the things we want to do anymore plus no one wants to hire us mm-hmm. right they just want someone that's 35 and has more energy that can do the job for cheaper right so you, you already you age yourself out of working but you don't have money to retire like what you know it's like everyone's trying to avoid that yeah. right but at the same time no one wants to never have experienced anything in life and get to that point like okay now i can do all these things who but knows I'm old as yeah. shit I mean, and my I can't knees do don't anything. i can't fucking walk up a, like a mountain or yeah. hiking i can't fly for whatever reason or whatever you know it's like you never know you just Which don't know sucks about your 20s and 30s and yeah. even your 40s yeah it's just like you got to work to survive exactly and it's, unless you're given unless you're in you know that 0.1% that has a sick job that either allows you to do these things or is making you oodles of money you know, I mean, yeah. it's just like it. It gets you, really deflating really yeah. fast when you start like, and then you yeah. really gotta start thinking. You gotta plan. Yeah, plan and, the long game for sure. And I think that's something I wish when I was in your position. Like, man, do your twenties go fast? And there's gonna be these days where you're gonna be like, man, this could not be moving any slower. And it's so weird looking back on that. And that's like the biggest like takeaway I have ever since like turning thirty of like, holy shit, that went fast. Mm-hmm. Like thinking back 10 years ago so when i was 20 right i'm just thinking back to like my 20th birthday what i did it was actually super lame i just went out to like dinner with my parents but um but just thinking back to that of like that doesn't feel like 10 years ago though right right and like some of these and we talked about some of those videos i watch on youtube about oh you can retire at 30 all you have to do is it's called like fire or something financially independent retire early super stupid because the examples they all give are bullshit. Right. Because it's like, well, you just need to have, like, you need to, it, the general 10-second f- summary of FIRE is you save 50 to 70% of all your uh, income you make from work, and you put that into the stock market, and then that grows, and over 10 years, then you have the dividends pay you out, like, quarterly in, yeah, from 30 on, and it roughly gives you, like, like an extra, like, two grand a month. So, cool, but you need, like, $450,000 in the thing. To like pay you that out, yeah, and then like so during four hundred fifty thousand, so you yeah. need to be making, you need, you basically need to be putting away like thirty five thousand dollars a year, on average, yeah, <laughs> what the fuck? into this thing, right? And then because then you you always just put your the dividends you're making in so in real time back like into it sixty to eighty thousand after yeah. taxes. The example you gave was I graduated from college when I'm twenty. I'm like cool, so you went to community college, which is all, hey, which is the way to go when we talk yeah, about the, the cost absolutely. of money stuff. So I'm not docking that, but. That's not when you start thinking about like you're already making a life choice there at 18 of mm-hmm. yeah I want it like you're giving up the college experience which I think is so valuable in terms of just being a well-rounded individual mm-hmm. and not having these like super bitter like feelings of like regret that that tend to be like external when you start putting out there on other people and then yeah. all of a sudden you don't have friends but uh and he's like yeah and then I got my first job at age 20 and I was making $72,000 a year and I'm like fuck off dude no one's making that at 20 you're a one in a exactly so you cool I you don't have college debt yeah which and is you good land for you a, I'll, oh, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll give him the call, no college debt thing because good for yeah. you man like that, Props that's to on this you. guy yeah. but like to give that example it's like you're one out of exactly 70 none of us are gonna fucking be able to do that no like I have two college degrees I'm in like the max I could pay for my master's is like all these jobs 65k a year you at 20, and granted, it was probably physical labor, right? Right. So, like, good for you again, but no one's making that. Right. You hope to be making that in your 30s. 
like not in your 20s of course if you're doing that in your 20s all you all you need in your 20s especially from like you know this like until you're probably like 24 25 you really only need like 20 grand a year you right need like drinking money on the weekend you need to go to mcdonald's every once in a while and you need to be able to buy video games at, at will yeah like that's really all your like early 20s are so it's like, easy to save forty thousand dollars a year at, after 70 i mean prime example like shout out my my friend cole mm-hmm. he um is in school right now but he got a set he makes like 70 72 thousand dollars a year right now sure um He's a computer science dude, yeah. and he works for Rockwell Aerospace or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, he's, what, he's 23? He's making $72,000 a year? Yeah. And, I mean, he's – I mean, you see, though, even at my – like, I yeah. see, like, how far that money goes. He just bought a house. Yep. Um, he's he has the ability to buy a Tesla right now in cash. Damn. Pretty much. Almost. Yeah. Almost. Yeah, yeah. You know? Either and it's way. like, yeah. you can do a lot – of saving and prepping yourself for financial freedom yep. in your 20s if you make a $70,000 <laughs> yeah. a year. Like, even I think either of us, I mean, if we were making $72,000 a year, mm-hmm. I think building, like, getting us out of, you know, student loans. Oh, yeah. And it's a ton of money. Yeah. And here's the other thing, too, and this is the thing that takes discipline is you always think, oh, as soon as I start making this money, <clears throat> I'll start doing it this way. But no, all do. of a sudden, all of a sudden you have a lot of money. You're like your lifestyle starts matching your income. Yeah. It's never like that. Your lifestyle stays That's the same. The problem. You always start like it's you always you were all, it, before that. It was always uh, champagne taste with beer money. Mm-hmm. But all of a sudden, when you have champagne taste and champagne money, you just start buying champagne. Yeah, that's all that just happens, and it's, we've all experienced it. Instead of going and getting, you know, a let's go to McDonald's and get the two cheeseburger meal for like five fifty or whatever and call it a meal. All of a sudden you're like, you know what? Get me a, a Big Mac, a cheeseburger, 10 piece McNugget. Just fuck and it. Like a I can. Yeah. And all of a sudden it's like that McDonald's run that costs you five bucks. Now costs you like nine fifty. Yeah. But it, it doesn't, it doesn't really matter. But like, again, yeah, it's like that stuff yeah. changes. So I, I don't know. I, I just think going back when I look back, I have zero like big picture regrets of like my twenties. Mm-hmm. Plenty of like, I wish I wouldn't have eaten Taco Bell that night. I wish I would have like went to bed earlier that, you know, like those yeah. like small regrets, tons of those tons. But I, just, think, I mean, yeah, whatever. I, yeah. I get to this point though, where I'm like, yeah, but I feel like I now had like, I lived like, that's the thing when I look at all these big situations of, especially now in like quarantine, how lucky I say this, like probably like once a week, how fucking lucky were we that we went to LA in February? Right. Dude. Like, it's so weird how that works oh, out, how that worked out. Just mental like release, man. But that's just I don't know, dude, like that that example right there is just mm-hmm. another like thing why I say like everything just ends up working out. Yeah. Like everything happens for a reason. Yeah. Like, dude, what are the odds? <laughs> we come back from LA and then a week <laughs> and a half later w- mandatory quarantine yeah. from everybody. No one can go anywhere. Yeah. Like, what are the come on, bro. Really? It, exactly. You say that's just coincidence. I mean, y'all that are listening to this probably are because you weren't there. But like, <laughs> come on. Yeah. And, I and, mean, from my yeah, point of nuts. view, was it Aristotle, Socrates? I'm the only one that I know exists. Yeah. 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 You know. Yeah. And you're telling me that it was just a coincidence? Come <laughs> on, man. That's kind of how I live my life a little bit. Yeah. Which you know? which is so gonna like, be you know like exactly like a direct like counter to the podcast yeah, yeah. no absolutely well, to like like being like financially independent and all that yeah stuff. no like, i know <laughs> at the same time i have five grand in cash and i could go fucking hit up fairfax <sighs> bro that's what post looting and dude, just fucking freaking um yeah man i mean the mo- <sighs> like, dude i've been pretty good though not spending the money yeah. though nice and i'm hoping that i can continue this saving 
into when I get a job, if mm-hmm. I get a job. Yeah. But I got to start putting those applications in. No, like yeah, I said, for but... sure. God, it's a, uh, what's like the one, I don't know if there's like a one thing that you're like looking for or like one piece of advice maybe, but like, what's the one thing that like you like generally want to like tell everybody else when they're uh, like trying to give you advice about jobs or like talking to you about it? I, I, I guess for my example, for me, it's always when people are trying to use their experiences to, to mm, like yeah. tell me like that's how my experiences will be. Um, that's something that like if you want to like have me check out of a conversation in record time, just start telling me how your experiences are going to be my experiences yeah. and, and I, I won't listen to another word you say. <laughs> so, uh, but like, what's like that one thing where it's just like, you want like, wish you could like tell people like, Hey, I know I don't seem like I know what the fuck I'm doing, but like, fuck off basically of like, right. whatever. what I say? I don't know. Maybe like what I want to do is what you want to do. Like yeah. I have, Cause I think, I don't know. I think I live, I have an idea of a lifestyle and like creative mindset mm-hmm. different than a, maybe your average Joe, but even different than other people that also have creative mindsets. Right. Right. Um, yeah. uh, dude, I, it's like, I don't know what I would say. I'm just like sick, but that's not what I want to do. Yeah. Like that might be the right thing, but that is absolutely not what I want to do. Yeah. Or how does. How, that's a tough one. I don't know what I would say. But it'd have to be around the the idea that, I mean, whatever they're going for is absolutely not what I'm trying to do. Yeah. Like that. That it has to. It has to somehow correlate that idea. For sure. Like that. That theme of like, yeah, what what I want to do and what you want to do are two different two things. different things. So how is me doing what you oh. did? gonna get me to where i want to be and not where you were or or where you are yeah you know especially if it's very specific advice oh man i mean like the you know like hey man you you just gotta get a job to start saving so then you can you know start i was like okay yeah that makes sense Mm -hmm. i'll take that advice how like if give me advice on how i can start saving better and give me advice on how i can get a job yeah or something give me advice on how to do the things that i that i want to do from your perspective like how yeah. how would i do that yeah just with give your a knowledge perspective take for sure because that's always good too to have or give me that. advice on do you know someone that can get me a job <laughs> yeah, right you yeah, know yeah do you know someone that literally can sign my paychecks yes because if, if that's the case then i want to talk i'm all i'm all ears but <clears throat> no that's a good point like when you talk about how like there's plenty of similarities in probably everybody's path of where they want to go right but i think too many times people start connecting dots too soon and then just assume I'm at a place where, oh, I've connected enough dots. Uh, now I can tell you, like, this is what it's going to be. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, 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 you didn't connect the dots that mattered, though. You just right. connected the dots that, no shit, everyone has those. Everyone wants to be, mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, in those positions. But, yeah, I, oh, the the amount of, like, shitty advice I got in my 20s that some I listened to, <clears throat> just because you just don't know better, but then plenty of it, especially at the end of my 20s, where I was just like, you do the politically correct thing, like, yep, thanks. Yeah, no, appreciate yeah, for sure. No, I'll definitely consider that. And you just know that shit they're just words falling out of your mouth. Yeah. Like you're not gonna follow through on any of it. And I don't know if they think you are either, but like that's the biggest takeaway for me with jobs right now where I'm just like, it's a lot more independent than you think it is. Mm-hmm. It and obviously already it is pretty singular and independent because you're looking for a job for yourself. Right. <clears throat> but like it's so like specific to unless the conversation starts with that person 
seeking to understand what you want and then is trying to help you get to where you want, which is all I try to do. And that's one of those things of, well, you know, it's like do, you know, practice what you preach kind of thing. Whenever I try to like get in those situations of it always starts with them. Mm-hmm. And then how do, how do I use what I know or work with what I have to help them get to where they want to be? It's never about where I want them to get to be. Right. It's yeah. not like my goal for them. And let's try to, let's try to get there. It's where's their goal. And if, if it's different than yours, that doesn't fucking Unless matter. Unless you absolutely know <clears throat> for a fact that you know where they need to be in order to, Unless you know that they need to do something so that they can get there. And yeah. Like, I know you don't see this right now. Yeah. But I promise you, if you just do this, you will then be able to do it. Okay, give me yeah. that advice. Yeah. And tell me I'm tell me I'm wrong. Yeah. Because like, if you know, if you experience something similar, you be like, look, I didn't do this, mm-hmm. but I, <clears throat> but I eventually did. Yeah. You just got to do this, so then you can go do what you want to do. Yeah. Oh then, yeah. Yeah. Give me that advice. Yeah. But. But don't, don't, <laughs> but yeah, don't <clears throat> mirror what you did yep. onto me. Yes. Unless you know, yeah. you know? And you, in my thing I'd add on to that, and I totally agree, the thing I'd add on is, but you better fucking know. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't it, screw me over. Yeah, now. don't just think this will work, or you think this is going to be right, or you think that if you would have did this then, then you would have got to the place you were, because if that's all it is, if it's just all conjecture and hypothetical, and you don't actually really fucking know it's going to work, it, it's me? no different. Yeah. So if you know, though, like, no, like literally do this and this will happen. And if even better, if you have something to like put into it, like, you know what? Right. I'm going to go along with this with you. So if it doesn't get there, then I'm going to do this for you. Mm-hmm. Or, okay, if it doesn't work out, then let we're going to, yeah, and let we'll me know. And then we'll it. go figure out why it didn't work out and then we'll go and do it. But I think there's so many people that don't want the follow up. They just want to be yeah. the the predictor and just like be correct. And mm-hmm. that's the worst where it's just like, all you're trying Unless to do. you're going to mentor me. Yeah. All you're trying to do is you're just trying to prove that your narrative was the correct narrative. And all you're looking for is confirmation of that. Yeah. It's not about me. It's about you. And that's like, <clears throat> we probably don't identify it or call it that, but we can pick up pretty quickly that that's what they're saying. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. Uh, last bits on, on job stuff or. I don't know. I just, <clears throat> it's going to be interesting in a couple months. Listening back to this podcast, right? See what's happened. I don't know. I'm glad um, I did it because it's like we're both. Like said we're both in yeah. the same spot. And um, days I feel like it's not gonna work. Yeah, I felt like that like two days ago. I got an email where it's like a job I applied for and interviewed for on the phone like seven weeks ago, and then it was just radio silence. And I thought I did okay. <clears throat> I, I'm pretty honest. Like I, I told you, like when we did the, I did the phone interview in LA. Mm-hmm. Like I blew it. Like, right. And then I realized that the only reason that they probably gave me an in-person interview is because they had all white candidates and they needed one non-white candidate. And I mm-hmm. realized that was probably what it was. And I went into it knowing I, it's not my job. Right. But like interview experience is still experience. So I took it without even questioning it. But, you know, I'm pretty honest about that. I thought I did okay. I gave myself like a B, mm-hmm. just radio silence. And I just got that email finally from them. But yeah, we're going a different direction. I'm like, fuck, it's not going to work. I'm going to be at fucking Amazon picking orders pretty mm-hmm. soon here. But yeah, I guess, yeah, exactly. Listening back in a couple of months, we'll see. Um, It'll be interesting. Yeah, so, I mean, this is where, I mean, I'm at, this is where we're at. Um, it's cool to document this, though. Yeah, oh, for sure. Because, yeah. Yeah, and hopefully, like, if there's people do, like, listen back. This is one of those episodes, too, I was thinking, like, okay, if you were to, like, share this pod with people. Because some of the stuff is just like, listen, if you just need some background noise, put it on. But more mm-hmm. of it's us trying to figure out and, like, go through stuff in real time. But this one's like, legitimately, I feel like people can make connections wherever they're at whether right. it's the people feeling like they're ones giving great advice all the time and like yo we're right here with y'all yeah, if y'all are exactly or the ones know? in our, our shoes where they're like feeling like oh fuck no it's totally it where it's just like 
<coughs> relatable, actually. Yeah. Fuck, but I mean, hopefully this is just a stepping stone. Hopefully, like job hunting in general is just a stepping stone until some uh, personal, yeah, you know, business ideas take off. Exactly. Maybe one day. Who knows? Yeah. In the meantime, in June eighteenth. June eighteenth. Get ready for that. It's um spring summer drop. Yeah, they just announced it. June eighteenth. Um, drop. Well, I guess drop number one, but it's kind of the second installment. I guess the masks they put out mm-hmm. were the first kind of installment of, yeah. you know, the spiel. Yeah. So yeah, dude. Sick. Well, super sick. Till next time. Uh, they call me Woody. And I'm Ian. Ian uh, the once in. Former in. We'll work Ian on it. F- yeah. Working title. Ian working, working title. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, we'll catch you next time. Peace. Later.